this Aspie Girl Gab, and we're back. What are we? Episode seven? Is it seven? Yeah, I think it's seven. Yeah, you can go ahead. We've got rain here today. I don't know what to say. <laughs> grab your, you can grab your water. Um, as sip. all our listeners know, that we are not in sound booths. Rain is doing laundry, and Fox has background noise back there. People You're talking here. in the background. Absolutely everything. So, um, well, this episode, and we're not going to, it's not going to be a very long episode, but we're talking about um, dating on the spectrum, pretty much, right, Fox? Yeah. Okay. Well, as always, what we do first when we, when we come on for the week is I always ask, what's up, Fox? Like, what have you been doing this last week? It would be last week because today's Sunday. <laughs> um, so, what's up? Well, remember the Ruby thing I'm working on? Well, I'm oh, yeah, thinking yeah, about just... keeping that within the family until I feel comfortable of putting it out there, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, just sharing it with us instead also, of putting it out in the public. Also, talk whenever. I've fun. also been getting a bit better at learning Spanish. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I know you used to do the Spanish. You had a Spanish teacher? I mean, you had... No, you had a teacher, but she was Spanish, and she was, like, teaching you Spanish. I uh, yeah, I was think... Was Yeah, yeah. What it was, school was that? Um, it was... Lily Academy. Well, it was Eden oh, was it Lily? Yeah. before it became Lily Academy, and she taught us the basics, but we never advanced from That's that. Right. Well, I'm embarrassed because I failed freshman year Spanish because I didn't care. I <laughs> who's failed Spanish? Me. Um, but I had a lot of medical problems going on. But they forced me to take Spanish, and I didn't want to learn it. I just didn't want to learn. I wanted to do French or sign language. I don't know. So what's up? What else is going on with you, or what's since we've t- since we've chatted? Well, um, basically, I've been learning to do some more healing with crystals. Oh, okay, cool. Oh yeah, I saw you send me that. Yeah, the smoky quartz and amethyst. Working with the crystals. Um, and it's been two weeks since we recorded, and you did your. Did you? Did we talk about your um, your guitar? Uh, oh my gosh! My I recital. Think. Thank you. Did we talk about that last episode? No, actually, okay. yeah, because we, we. I guess. <laughs> okay. See, we're we're all we're all half-assed today. Um, okay, so we're talking about dating on the spectrum, and we wanted to bring Rain in to kind of get her opinion too, because or their opinion, because we don't have. Fox, you didn't. You haven't dated. No. I mean, in <laughs> the past, answer. in the past, I did have like a couple of, you know, like in school. I sometimes other students would kind of like say, "Oh, you're you're so beautiful. Like, go out with me." And I'm like, "I don't know you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that we've been talking about. So hold on. Um, we've been. We also talk about. We got to bring this up too because this is dating. We also talk about. And we don't use real names, but we also talk about the LGBTQ because Fox has already talked about that, which makes sense. We are talking about dating. So we kind of need to bring that stuff up and talk about it. I'm the only one in the family that's got experience on that. Okay. So that was my question. Rain's the only one that's dated. Well, I mean, I've been married, but <laughs> you're more you're I'm so not high the... functioning. Well, you are. You're just so high functioning that nobody really 
could tell. You weren't right. diagnosed with it. You had no need to be diagnosed with it. You're perfectly fine at that top of the spectrum. But Cheyenne, oh, no. I have to. It's fine. Ugh. You're fine. Fox. Uh, Fox. Well, there's no point now. We'll bleep that. I bleep um, a lot of it, but yeah. I don't know anymore. I can't. Just, <laughs> Talking about, I'm I'm kind of on the spectrum, but sort of at the top of the too spectrum. Too much pressure, yeah. Um, don't even, don't even Our entire about family it. is on the spectrum, and my <laughs> grandmother and my mother are the highest functioning. Our grandfather is kind of goofy. Um, <laughs> nobody Poor really. Pebble. Oh, yeah, and our, our aunt's also um, autistic, so everybody's autistic. Now, is that my mom's twin sister that we were talking about? Or your aunt? You're oh, that mom? aunt! Oh my goodness! No, you're, that's your great aunt. No, your sister. Right. You're when you say aunt, I'm so used to my. When you say aunt, I'm thinking yeah. of my aunt. So I'm like, would that be yeah. my mom's twin sister? You know. Um, yes. So is our father. So we have yeah. So most of us are somewhere on the spectrum, and you know, I think of that, and our listeners, they already know that I've been in a. You know, two abusive marriages, and, you know, I think a lot of that with... that I, ha- I have to be somewhere on the spectrum. I'm obviously, because I have, you know, two kids on the spectrum. Um, and it's shared genetics, obviously. It's painfully obvious now that you're autistic. Yeah, thanks. Now I know, it, well, it's um, not an insult. I know what no. to look for now. So, what is your experience, like, when was your first... I guess it would be a boyfriend. Would you call it a boyfriend? Oh, God. Um, I would you call middle school relationships boyfriends. I know. I was going to say, did It was did much you... later actual dating. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I mean. Both of them. Um, the first one was also autistic. He, the two ones that I dated were the only other autistic people that I've met that were at my level on the spectrum. I've never met anybody else that levels me. Because I can them, yeah. pass as normal, but I can barely function. And you can use first names on here. You can always use first names because nobody knows their last name. So yeah, it's just, this is, it gives me much anxiety. Nope, it does. Nope, you're doing talking a good job. Um, so, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Cause, so you guys never have, you guys haven't gotten to a point where you dated, dated. Uh, I mean, I've kind of, I've, has somebody picked you up and taken you to ice cream yeah. or something? Oh, okay. yeah. I remember okay. I went sushi and everything. Remember that whole deal? No, now you gotta tell <laughs> Wait, Starts what? with a J. I don't want to out anybody. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. You know who he is. And yeah. He, it was, he was your friend. God. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that whole that's situation. Right. Yeah. I wasn't but a very not... good teenager. <laughs> well, so technically we need to talk at that about age, the dating. I wasn't a teenager. Like, what do you guys. You know, I mean, once everybody's out into the community, if you're volunteering, if you're working, if you're whatever it is that you guys are doing, I mean, what do you think, Fox, like, what would be the challenges? Do you, do you date neurotypicals? Do you date people on the spectrum? Do you, I mean, are you just looking for somebody that you get along with? You know, I mean, you can have somebody on the spectrum and a neurotypical. Yeah, well... It doesn't matter if they're neurotypical or on the spectrum. And to be honest, I also don't care about, like, outside appearance. Because I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. people these days, like, only date people for, like, their outside appearance. But yep. the thing I'm looking for is, you know, personality. Like, kindness, compassion, and someone who's really understanding and accepting. 
Right, right. And how, and I, you know, that, that show that I was telling you about, Dating on the Spectrum, um, which I thought was really interesting, and I've only watched a few episodes, but a lot of them also are uh, LGBTQ, like several of them don't, don't care who you are. Most autistic people are non-binary. Some are on that um, because we just don't care. We don't think that way. Our right. brains we are wired completely differently. We don't have that concept already in our heads. And we already have to learn how to be people. We don't have social skills from birth. Like my uh, Fox here used to talk like a movie because that's how they learned. They um, Echoelia. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she's, she's done an amazing job now. She's, she doesn't talk like a movie now, but most i've most autistic people that i've met talk like a movie because they they mirror it's mirroring i mirror people too that's how i right, learn right but they don't teach that in school so we were just dropped no off because by the... normally you <sighs> as a neurotypical you learn it it's just something that comes natural like when you're telling me teaching me how to wash grapes something simple i have oh, to yeah. do it at the same time Every i have to time. do the exact movements i can't do it my own way i have to do it by the book and they don't do that in schools it's one way or, or the highway, really. Now, is it so when you and you were talking about like perfection? Is that and same with you, Fox? Like, if you get something wrong now, and I, I know when you were growing up, you would get a little irritated if something wasn't the way it should come out. Um, and I don't know if that's perfectionism or if that's OCD, but you guys. I volunteered with um, first graders. This I was at a school for entirely autistic people, and it was all grades. And these first graders, um, OCD was a big problem, especially for this one particular kid, where he would write a, a letter wrong or color outside the line, and he would just go into a huge oh, fit. I remember the that. The teacher didn't know how to handle him, and I was the only one that knew how to calm him down. That's sad. Because yeah. apparently they think autistic people don't want to be touched. So what I did was I hugged him and I said, it's going to be all right. And he hugged me back and he was fine. And he went back to work there. I mean, I'm sure there are people on the spectrum that have that sensory where they don't want to be that physical touch, but that is a myth. Yeah. It needs to go away. That is a big myth um, that we can't love people that it just, I don't right. Know. And that's where the, the dating thing comes in. We're talking about, I just spiked the volume. Sorry. No, that was me actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think when I was reading the myths, Fox, when we were going over the myths, the, the um, oh my gosh, one of the episodes that we've done talking about people on the spectrum can't love or, I can't remember exactly what the article was, but yeah, I thought that was like, those are actually real people asking that as a real question. So yes. Um, it's very degrading. We're talking about dating on the spectrum, yes why why not that why is that any anybody with a disability mental even da i mean down syndrome anybody you don't look autistic yeah <laughs> that's another thing you don't yeah um yeah, and some, yeah so how do you so, yeah. go ahead Fox. yeah and even some myths say that people on the spectrum are possessed by demons and really that's just ridiculous that's <laughs> that's true with a lot of mental illnesses a lot of they, they think they're possessed and they can just pray it away and it's that's if your brain is sick, people don't understand the brain is an organ, that, like a liver. Your liver could get sickness. Your brain can get sick. But the brain is the powerhouse, so it's, it affects behavior and all that. And they see a behavioral child like us and would call us brats and everything. No, we were struggling. We were suffering. Our brains are all over the place, and we just can't. 
It's like when you see a kid in a shopping a shopping center or, you know, you're out shopping for food. A dog's chattering. <laughs> and there's a kid that's having um, a, a meltdown or breakdown. You know, give them a break. Uh, give that parent a break because they could be a kid having a meltdown on the spectrum. You just don't know. Um, but, yeah, so how does that work? You know, again, with dating, I don't. I, I do, you know, it's it's something that's really hard to noise, to understand of, you know, I, dating is hard to begin with for neurotypicals, okay? I, I haven't really, I've been single, single. Um, I haven't had a exclusive relationship with, a, you know, I haven't had a boyfriend in about eight years. I've taken that, that it, that's, that's been my choice. And, you know, after my second marriage, um, I have taken a break. I have gone out on dates and have dated here and there, not much, but it's difficult. You have a unique brain and you're more intelligent. You challenge them I'm, and you're afraid of that. It's very difficult. Men it's don't very like to be hard. Challenged. So, yeah, a lot of men don't like to be challenged at all, but how they do you... don't want a strong woman. You know, and then you bring the LGBTQ, you bring all that in, and is it somebody that you just, are these people that you just meet? You know, how does that work? Because obviously you see that I'm not, I'm not social right now. I don't go out a lot. So where do you meet these people? You sure as heck don't want to, I I actually saw two, I had two articles up. There are two dating apps for Spectrum, for people on the Spectrum. That sounds like a bad idea. I am Some, not even well, kidding I'm not a, a lot of, <laughs> like, I'm just, I mean, I know, um, like dating apps, you know, cool and all but i just i don't want to get catfished yeah and i know what that means so this one you knew you don't you do know what catfish means right yeah it means to go online to a dating app pretend to be somebody you're not and then the truth is revealed when the two finally meet in person what yeah well i have seen some of those dating apps of people dating people through the app and not meeting, you know, just talking to them online and conversing maybe through text and even talking on the phone. I've seen that go on for like a year, two years before they even know that they're not the person that they were. But the, the danger with that app, I can see somebody catfishing an autistic person, leading them somewhere and just attacking them or something because there have been attacks of um, autistic children. And this is a, an example of children coming home from school before. Mm-hmm. And they were lower functioning, not really understanding anything, and they they trust people blindly. We're so gullible. We have to learn to not be gullible. But they, um, I don't know the story, but they they let them off, and it was like four. It was like a group attack or something. I don't wow. know what happened, but it happens so commonly that I can see that happening with that app. I don't trust that at all. Yeah, I it's don't not, trust. I don't think it's a good idea. As much as it's in concept, yeah, but there's too many bad people out there that would abuse us. That's that's another thing, you know, people taking advantage of you um, because maybe in those social situations you don't know if somebody's being true. You're the most gullible people. And Fox, that's and that's something that you know that you have to be take, you know t- be careful of when dating. Is are they true? Are they are they just there to use you? Um, yeah, and for money or yeah, you know? using for money. That's another thing that I'm also going to be cautious about, because once mm-hmm. like I'm planning on kind of jump starting like my painting career, like you know painting on canvases and such, 
And, like, if that's, like, a good career, then when I start dating, I don't want to, like, run into, like, a gold digger. Like, I just want someone who <laughs> loves me for me and, you know, also accepts my passion for art. So, asking you, what, what are your fears in dating? What, are, what do you worry about? Besides, you know, maybe somebody taking advantage and stuff, but what scares you just thinking about you know, going out and meeting, you know, other women. I, I, what, you know, where do you even start with that? But what are your fears? Well, believe it or not, I also heard that, well, there's also sometimes cheating going on in the community. And that's one thing I don't want to experience. Yeah. Well, you know, in that, that will definitely come that and that's why you date you don't become exclusive but i figured yeah. that you're homo romantic but not homosexual because you've never ever expressed you've wanted a partner but you never ever said in your entire life of um i don't think you can can you cheat on somebody romantically like i bought them flowers not you haha no i meant I like um, i meant yeah. like the, the the sexual cheating not the Romantic yeah, kind of cheating. Right. The inti- asexual. The intimate cheating. The intimate. I don't see how that's possible. Um, Everyone's just looking at it wrong. Well, this is obviously when you get into an exclusive relationship. When you're just dating, you can date. You can, you know, you're not exclusive, if that makes sense. So you date somebody for a while before you decide you want to be exclusive with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um... You know, and that can last, you know, a couple months, a few months, whatever, to whatever you guys think. And you, you know, and you really shouldn't bring in that physical stuff until you're exclusive. Um, but then the cheating, that, see, that, that usually comes later. You know, when, when somebody cheats and it hurts, it's, you know, you're in, hopefully you see these red flags before. But, um. I'll be there to help her. I'll say you Yeah, right. I mean. Besides cheating, are you are you nervous to meet other people? Yeah. For dating? Yeah, sometimes I mean, my shyness can get the better of me. That's, like, if it's not just, like, meeting up for, like, dates or something, it's, like, meeting the person in general. It's just, I, I've had, I had to deal with shyness for, like, ever since I was little and up to now. That's what I was wondering, how, how you would deal with with that because it's kind of it's almost like i know it sounds kind of weird it's like first day of school or first day on a job or but we've both been isolated for so long that we've forgotten how to talk to people she and i have both mm-hmm. lost our skills and i that's why i can't speak normally i sound like i'm stuttering and getting caught up it's because i haven't talked to somebody well in and so your long. brain works faster than your mouth yeah i'm you do i'm not on my medication it's not a stutter like people think a stutter i'll be sure to come back on when i'm on my medication and there'll be a difference yeah it's it's um your brain moves so freaking fast that your mouth can't keep up it sounds like i'm calm but it's because i'm extremely nervous <laughs> i'm trying not to speak now um but so what are your fears yeah, so, well, Rain, what's your, like, what? It's like it's as harder as an autistic lesbian, but I'm abrosexual, and abrosexuality is fluid sexuality. There's gender fluid, if anybody's heard of that. It's 
basically the opposite of that. And um, I also have trauma, and that kind of fuels it. It doesn't help. So, so my preferences constantly switch. I don't know how I'd so be able to date. I was just going to ask that. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, no, 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 no. So how, because that's what I was going to ask. Say, just say a woman, you know, you got a woman. Okay, you go out on a couple dates. Things are great. And um, it changes again, every this day. Is, this is just dating, though. This is not... But again, there's different varying levels of it. Some people get changes every week, every month. I'm pretty much almost every day. So if if you're attracted and you fall in love with who the person is internal, so that's that wouldn't matter. So say like it's just I'm just saying. So it's a woman you've gone out on. I'm also polyamorous though. I can just get another one. <laughs> it's it's that simple. So do you it date? It sounds wrong, but no, 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 no. Do you date a poly? So do you have to? So you have to date somebody poly. Because then that's going to be, I didn't get my to them, f- cheating. I had my first experience with a polyamorous couple. And um, when I entered the thing, it was technically a triad. And it requires immense communication. Mm-hmm. And For sure. Preferably, they all love each other. Because usually, um, I imagine like a, a guy with two girls. Um, the girls could love each other. Mm-hmm. And then... I, I, I need a piece of paper for this. I know. It can go one way, but not all the ways. Like if a triad, um, oh dear, I can't think straight like it's, this. <laughs> it's okay. It's con- I need a I, piece I'm of paper. I'm already, like, it. I already get confused. This will definitely but be. But I was with, if I would be right. with somebody, I could, I could date both of them, but they might not like each other. Kind right. of like, it's, I'm trying to explain it simply. I've seen that in a documentary, It's actually. very controversial, um, and it's understandable from an outside view, but I don't see if people are happy and they communicate and there's nothing wrong. I don't see why anybody has any right to object to it. No, I don't see it. I'm, I'm, I'm straight, and I don't, see a prob- I don't see a problem with it. It's Especially since it, it brings in people. It's, it, it it's almost gets, like with sister wives. It's almost like they're how they that are. That was a bit too extreme, though. That was not no, a good example. But that's like it's none of my business. They're also not very good people. If they, There's a lot of controversy around if that. If they love each other, you know, who are we to say, you know? Um, but, of course, I'm, I'm not going to do that as soon as... I got on play a bit. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This, I have it's, been... It's going to be interesting for you guys. I don't... Like, I was preparing for COVID quarantine. I didn't have to... I wasn't affected by it at all because I was already quarantined for the past several years. That's like a lot of introverts. <laughs> Wait, what? We have to quarantine? Hey. I'm an extrovert, Mark. though, because so I'm suffering here. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably talking too much. I'm sorry. No, it's limit. a podcast. You're supposed to talk. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to insert myself, so I keep talking over everybody. That's fine. This is, this is what oh. this is. This, you know, and this is our podcast... Aspie, you know, it's that's people on the spectrum, and you know, this kind of gives everybody a feel of um, of who you are and the family, dy- you know, family dynamic. Me and and my kids. But that part's um, not autism. That's the illnesses. Yeah, there's a mix. There's um, you know, I, and that's we're, we'll we'll do another. We'll bring you on, and we'll do another show. Fox, remember we did one of um. Basically, when we were talking about other other things that come along with autism, then we were talking about trauma, and we were talking about things like that. And I think Rain definitely needs to be here on, um, you know, on topics like that, because um, obviously, you know, they've been through that. So we both were through that, yeah. but but since um, it's she was always um, she's always laid back. She's laid back now. Um, 
she just wasn't not she was present but she just wasn't she didn't process what was happening she's processing it now and she's just now getting angry about it but it um it didn't hit her until much later and i was taking care of um her my stepsister my no my half sister and there's a stepbrothers and yep, two stepbrothers two three four that's five kids and i was the head of it and yeah there were five of we didn't you. have any parents because um my father was off doing something or rather drunk and angry and the stepmother was always sleeping um and i don't remember what i was going for what else i talking i would about? be stressed and sleeping too if there were five memory. five kids in there but she you were um, talking about Cheyenne, um fox remembering yeah because and, and she you know. was more like had a natural shield up but i don't know how to describe it i i i would i would say i took the brunt of it but my father always targeted her because she was um didn't fight she, back yeah and i was the one that talked back and fought back so he was he didn't want to he didn't like con- he didn't want to play with me but he wanted to yeah. attack her it's just yeah so you both yeah. had different see and that's that's not a very good see so for Going back to the subject of dating, how are you guys supposed to know? Um, I think the only thing I the the only good thing f- for you guys are that my parents, your grandparents, are still married, so you see that dynamic in that relationship. Because I've been married twice, I don't have a stable relationship, so you're not learning anything from me. Um, and then you would go up to your dad's for the summer and that wasn't a healthy you know their marriage wasn't healthy so i i can't even imagine if my you know if, if you guys didn't grow up having my parents around because again they've been married um how are they coming up on i forget 50 some years are they almost at 60 years i think it's crazy i call my grandfather a woman a woman in a man suit because i don't believe men can actually love their children because no man has ever loved us and every man that's come into our house has just used us. It, yeah, it so wasn't... how are you supposed to date? You know, it's, it's a little scary. Because I don't, you know, we don't want you guys going out and picking, you know, how do you know what a healthy relationship is? Again, that's why not, I... Not father. This is why <laughs> my... I swear, if I did, if you guys weren't around my parents, you guys wouldn't know how... Because you see how Papal takes care of Memo. He took care of us, too. Yep. It, he he fed us. Yep. He bathed us. Yep. Our father didn't even bathe us. And yep. it's just it's bizarre that he actually would hug us and say I love you. He loved us, but didn't do a all man the loves his children. It's just it sounds. I sound like a bigot talking now, but it's so outlandish to us because we've never. It's it's weird. Our own father doesn't want us, and it's just it's just bizarre to us. And then we had a stepfather. He tried, but he also wasn't present, and it was just. It yeah, was just a mess. Present. It'd no, be a whole nother thing about burn. that. But then you see... I have respect for him, though, because pizza yeah. bagels. He actually would actually... It sounds so stupid, but... You mean but, pizza toast. Yeah, pizza toast. Ew. Yeah, so pe- Oh, fried cheese. <laughs> fried but, um, cheese. Actually, yeah. I kind of almost liked the fried cheese. Because it was the taste. That was the best. Well, you also liked um, guacamole, but you called it guacamole. I know, and it was thought, awesome. No, no, Fox used to say, oh, walk-a-mole, walk-a-mole. And Spaghetti was scubbetty. And he would be like, okay, okay, we'll make it. It was so funny. But we got you into that. I can't remember if you ate that, too. I hate walk-a-mole, so okay. I don't think so. It's, it's guacamole. But I thought it said walk-a. 
It's guac. Well, it's guacamole, but... Have I been pronouncing it wrong all these years, too? Both of you were. Nobody said anything to me, though, all these I years? I corrected you, but God. that's when Fox didn't have... Fox was, didn't learn to talk till about four, so a lot of things were kind of new, but, but she'd go, guacamole, guacamole. She was so excited. Because I used to talk for her. Yeah. I kind of so, still um, do, actually. That's so funny. Um, but no, so Fox, how do you see... A, the relationship dynamic between Mammal and Papal. Well, like you see Papal take care of Mammal and he opens the door for her. He helps her in the truck. I mean, you see how people are supposed to treat each other in relationships. Yeah, and it's like, well, with my time down here, it was like having actual, like, almost like having parents. two parents and having mm -hmm. that experience. Right, right. And you've been since 14 months old we've been down that you know you've been we've been down there um with them it's more like three parents because you were part of it too and all of them it was just yep three parents i, I that's kind of like two moms and a dad when they go it's it's gonna a world's gonna come crashing down i cannot imagine a world without my grandparents i even had um um fox and i even had our um great grandmother but she passed in 2013 at 101 yeah it kind of—it's crazy. And she was the only one on that side of the family that was actually good. Like all of them are absolutely crazy. They're—I don't. Yeah, that's rough. My father thinks we're—he—he he thinks that he's Native American royalty and all that stuff, and he thinks he's a Viking. Is it? This is genuine. This is not. He's insane. Well, he, we know he's not. Hey, he, we know he's not Native American because no, we DNA tested both of um, you guys. Yes, Fox. Also, he once thought. He was Captain Jack Sparrow, and worst of all, <laughs> he even thought he was Thor. I don't. I think the Thor one might be more accurate because he called himself Thor. But the the um, Pirates of the Caribbean thing, he was doing that for us. He used to say that the woman was mom and that he was Jack Sparrow, and made up a story like this is how um, we met in blank. Because um, you know that part where they're going down to the the state, and it's yes. they um, and for a. Uh, a little bit we actually believed it because we were like i was five or four i'm probably like four or five and fox was even younger and um it, uh, he did a lot of we got to make an episode on that yeah he lost what? his that marbles one, you know that time where he <laughs> pretended that he was we were like i was four she was three we were walking down a dark hill um with him he randomly jumps into the bushes what? It's randomly, I don't know why, and then he starts shaking everything, and then he starts, like, making struggling noises. He comes out, pretends he's being attacked by a velociraptor, and sh she and I are hugging each other in terror, crying and screaming. Like, we were that young, we didn't understand any of it. And um, he's just like, run, run, and I, I can still have dreams of it. It's like, we, why would you do like, that to your kids? We were running, it was, we were so scared that I was almost blind. I don't know what else happened, but we ran straight to the house. And you guys being and on the spectrum were literal. Like, you took things literal. He took it to the next level with my stepbrother, though, by um, making a, setting up a fake uh, dead body with a decapitated head and all blood and everything. And um, his, uh, his stepmother... Um, can I, can I say the nickname of her? Because that's not outing. Yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, we, we all always called her Sunshine because yep. you are my son. I fucking hate that song. I'm sorry. You can cuss but, all you um, want. I hate that song now because of that. Um, <laughs> and um, oh, what was I saying again? I'm racing again about her. What happened? 
something about like term? um oh yeah the elijah the um no damn it it's fine <laughs> whatever <There's, laughs> first names there's, there's a bunch of elijahs out there yeah you it's can't use like, last names that's like as many as jose's or something legally um, yeah just first names are fine a fa- he set up his fake uh scene realistic blood everywhere dead body um decapitated um sunshine the stepmother took her son um my stepbrother to the um site pretended like like was a genuine um like that was a dead body i don't Jeez. she was telling us this and um he, father he jumped out of the bushes with a running chainsaw and i can't even imagine what that would he was he he didn't want to see me he's he just doesn't he doesn't want to confront any of it he is he's more broken than any of us really um there was so yeah remember that campground thing with um they were both in on it again um we were in the middle of sleeping um because our version of camping was going up the hill because we live in the middle of nowhere um out of the blue in the middle of the night um random the, the tent starts vibrating yeah. and shaking violently and then we hear deep growls like a bear or something we we're, we're so scared it goes blind again we we try to open the um the uh, tent and we're, we're like, tumbling out and um, I can hear my stepbrothers screaming bloody murder over next to us and we go out and it's it's the father and um, the sunshine and and they're like oh we're sorry we're, we're all crying and I'm I'm just he grabs me and puts me in his lap and he's like oh it's okay I'm sorry it's okay and he's just he's just smiling the entire time yeah. not he wasn't sorry about that that's how he gets off or some crap i don't know but it's i can go on and on and on and I th- on oh i know that's that. i think that's <laughs> also so the time i kind of well let's just say there was no bathroom and <laughs> oh well that that was not you oh. had kidney you had all types of infections this, that was not your fault you don't have bathroom anxiety do you uh no. fox God. does not have she yeah nope i have um i don't know why i have it then um the it was called the oh, well they it turned into the boys bathroom when the boys came into our lives i think i was six or seven when they came in their toilet Before was that, nasty wait, wait did was that bathroom usable before they came in did we ever use that yeah bathroom? it was no it was i'm nice. asking her when we up yeah. there i don't remember using it yeah. but when they came up i i don't remember it every summer we went up there it was a complete drastic change we didn't recognize the place um it would be in the middle of the night and you'd have to open his door be as quiet it makes me scared thinking about it you have to be as quiet as possible um to go into their uh, master bathroom and then got to be as quiet as possible in there and i was i was so sick from fear up there that i was it was coming out both ends and yeah. it's there was stress his bathroom was nasty um there would be, um, this sounds unbelievable, but there would be pieces of dog and cat poop sitting in the same corner for at least six to seven years. That's nasty. It, and it would, be, it would be dry enough to where you can't even smell it, so you could just pick it up and throw it or something. Oh, do it. I'd be wanna, we could probably get into that poop smearing thing. It wasn't us. I was going to say no. But we'll, there was a, yeah. We will definitely. There's a lot of. Yeah. Um, it's messed up up there. We're going to have another episode. So the next episode that you decide to join us, um, we will definitely get into whole, that whole as- aspect because you remember things that 
you both remember things that the other one doesn't maybe and you guys can yeah we, it's, help that's why when we talk to each other about that sorry i'm going over you no you're fine when we talk about that we're like oh yeah and this and then yeah. she brings something up and i bring it's just we kind of like that um we were at a psychiatrist office and when the, it was the only one with both of us in there and we were kind of just reminding each other Yep, um, yep. But now I um, I absolutely despise um, toilets with little carpet. Um, what do you call those things? Oh, the little carpet thing, the little rug. I hate those. Really? I hate. He had okay. one on those. I hate it because it makes me think of that. I yeah. see it, and it's it just like makes me sick. That's the CPTSD. That's like a trigger. That's yep. it's. My triggers sound dumb compared to like a war veteran's um, well, bullets and fireworks and. That's a different. Or maybe like I can't even look at a man without imagining all the ways he could kill me. I, I don't trust. It's mm-hmm. it's bad. Um, Fox isn't suffering as much. I don't know what she's suffering See, from, but I can I can't even barely function. I can't really I can't get a job. We'll I can't definitely really take we'll care of myself. Definitely discuss that because I also want to hear when you you know in the next episode and describe stuff like that. I want to hear the stuff that Fox remembers and um, you know and go from there because she. Again, you took the the blunt of it because you were the older. She of all has the, the memory, but I have the like the the um, I don't know how to explain it. The the big ones, um, we we not really we. She probably was outside it takes too. With pieces the, from you. Yeah. All my psychiatrists have explained where I, I I'm forcefully forgetting everything. That's that your happened. brain protecting itself. Yeah, and then it tucks it away. When I bring something up, she remembers something, and then she brings something up, and then I remember something, yeah. and it's we kind of need each other for that, but. This entire thing was meant for be dating on a spectrum. Oh no 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 <laughs> no! This is what we talk about. So we we talk we make we have one main subject, but stuff comes up all the time, and that's Fox and I do that. You know that's what this podcast is about. We don't follow any rules. Like we don't follow. You know we have a subject. We talk about it, and then whatever else comes up comes up because that's what the autism brain does. And it's a perfect example. It's also ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think too. we're all... Are you, do you have ADHD? Yeah. Mine started... I'm not diagnosed, but mine I had... I think... Started um, around the sixth grade. Yeah. Five. I think they're entering the living room again. That's right. We're about done. Because we've gotten almost... Um, it's already been almost 40 minutes. And so I think we're... <laughs> we're I think we're pretty good. And we're, we're just going to finish this. We're, we'll move it on to a second episode. And um, and discuss some more a part about two, all that. basically. Yeah, like a part two. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, because then you'll you know I want I want you guys to kind of converse and go back and forth and discuss some things about you know um, trauma and, and and such things like that. Um, but yeah, no. But that's what this is about. We don't. Hopefully, I get to be on my medicine next time because. You can tell that I get kind of go off the rails. Yeah, I that'll be that. next weekend. You might be able to get a. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. I just a, I just call it medicine dose. Yep. I don't. You probably get a pack for that yeah. by next weekend. So we try to do this once a week. Every now and then we'll we skip a week. So we have skipped a week. It's been two weeks. We need to make an episode on that too. It's the only thing Which that's one? ever worked. My medicine. Oh, on medication. Yeah. So and well, the, but yeah. it's. It's the fact that it works that they don't want it um, out because yep. they profit off of it. They profit off of our suffering. So that's why there's a mental health crisis there's and everything. A, there's a lot of money. Why uh, help to them if you can get money pharma. off of them? Yeah, big pharma is really bad. There's a lot of other things too, like the prison system. It's all just money. Why mm-hmm. rehabilitate? Yeah. Why help when you can just get money from them? Just milk them like, like for cattle. Fox, Fox was actually God. on. Fox, you were on 
lots of different things as well when you were younger. Um, and then you got older and things started to get a little bit better for you and, and you were able to choose what you wanted to be on and be off. Um, and I think the ADD meds were the last thing that you were on. They forced a lot of stuff on us though. Um, something made us hallucinate too. But, um, uh, yeah, it's medications bad. But Those it, kinds of men, man-made medication. The well, lack of empathy. chemical. Thank you. Chemical man-made stuff. But anyway. All right. So I'm going to cut this short. Well, not really short. It's been about 40 minutes. So I think <laughs> we've done good. And, um, I, again, I think this is episode seven. I don't know. My brain it is. is. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty positive. Okay. Thanks for clarifying that. Okay. Yes. Well, almost. thanks for listening to Ask Me Girl Gab. And we will be back to, um, you know, take off from what we were talking about on to like part two. I'll probably forget everything because so, I have a memory. <laughs> that's okay. We'll Sorry. start. That's uh, no big deal. So, um, all right. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.